welcome to episode 145 of the Content Creation Made Easy podcast. I'm your host, Jen Liddy. I'm really glad you're here today because what I'm talking about today are people who say, I'm so sick of marketing myself. And I'm not talking about them. I'm actually, ta- hope I'm talking to them. And I hope that is you because even though I love content creation and I really love marketing and I love talking about marketing, I definitely feel the pain of this problem. I'm so damn sick of marketing myself. I hear it from my audience. I hear it from my clients. And from, honestly, to be really transparent, I feel it too sometimes. What it sounds like is I don't want to do marketing anymore. I just don't want to do it. Another way that this sounds is I hate social media. And the other thing I hear all the time is like, I don't have time for content, which actually means I don't want to make time for content because I know we're entrepreneurs. There's so much to do. We're so incredibly busy. And to be honest, we're worn down by the incessant marketing that comes toward us. It really affects how we're able to show up for our own businesses and for our audiences. So if you're feeling tired, simply thinking about marketing and content creation, in fact, I know what that really feels like. It's like you start a podcast or you start a training with all the good intentions and then everything, the the swarm of it overwhelms you and you just turn it off and you're like, forget it. I'm just not going to do it. I want to say, I know, I'm sorry. And it's real. So in this space, when you're here and you're just so sick of your marketing, it's not a good place for me to try to change your mind and remind you of how quote unquote lucky we are to have, you know, direct lines to speak to our audiences and how we have more ways than ever to reach them and find them and get into relationship with them. Those are important things to remember, but that's just not what you need when you're at this point. What you do need is a break. And that's why this month I'm talking about humanistic ways to approach our marketing, which actually seems kind of impossible in this world of bots and spammy DMs and ads that track us and email that, you know, we try to unsubscribe from and we just can't, right? So all I want you to think about after listening to today's podcast is how can you get to a more neutral place around marketing and content creation? Because probably right now what's going on in your head is I hate marketing. I hate that I have to do it. I resent it. I don't know what I'm doing. I suck at this. I hate writing. I'm terrible on video. I hate my voice. Nothing works. And when you're in that spot, I just want you to catch yourself in your own net because all of that garbage thinking definitely is adding to the depletion and it won't help you get to the next place that you want in your business. So rather than trying to get you to see the sunny side of the street or turn your thoughts 180 degrees, which always feels like bullshit to your brain and it never works. I'm going to offer you three specific tips today to help you get to a more neutral place in thinking about your marketing and content creation. So let's talk about the first one. I want you to find yourself in these three descriptors I'm going to give you, right? So the first descriptor is the unsocial me. This is the person who's at the place where they say, I friggin' hate social media. And actually, you're probably in an ethical personal dilemma about whether to even be on social media. You might feel like it's perpetuating greed and perpetuating big business, not to mention perpetuating patriarchy, misogyny, racism, by even just having a social media account. I know that you probably struggle with this. And so when you get on social media, even just for business, what happens to you is you get sucked into that black hole and you never get anything accomplished. Like maybe you go into, like you 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 have a group that you really like and it's useful. You just want to go there, but you just wind up spending time and suddenly it's all gone. And this is why you 
part of why you hate social media. So if this sounds like you, let's talk about some options for you here to get back to a more neutral place about social media. And all of the, what I'm about to ask you to do requires mental presence and honesty. So I want to know the very first question I have is social media necessary for your business or life? Like, could you truly opt out of it realistically, or could you at least reduce? Now, what would happen? And I'm really not being snarky here. I want to know if you opted out of social media, what would change for you? Is part of why you feel so angry or resentful or exhausted by it that you feel like so much is hinging on it? Or is it that you put so much time into it and it's not doing anything for you? I just really want you to get honest about why it is that social media is driving you so crazy. And if you can opt out, is that really an option for you? The second thing I want you to think about is setting an intention to be social and intentional when you are you are using social media, when you are in your actual usage of it and not be passive and just scrolling because I mean, it is called social media. So this means, you know, even when you comment on somebody else's post with your thoughts and your insights, uh, when you help somebody else, that's not noise. You're not contributing to the noise. The goal of social media is to connect. That's the point. And so if you have noticed that you've kind of gotten unintentional, almost like binging it mindlessly, it's like getting to the end of that potato chip bag. But if you can be more social, and this is what I do, I actually set an intention to do 10 minutes of actual engaging, not for any other purpose, not like to make the algorithm happy, just to actually be social. Because what I really want, like about social media is catching up with people I haven't seen in a long time. So that has helped me shift my mindset. The next thing is to curate your feed. Now, when was the last time that you did this? Who can you hide? Who can you unfollow? Who do you need to block? What ads deplete you? I know that it takes time to go in and unfollow or in and hide this ad, but I'm telling you, it gives you a sense of being back in control of your social media feed. And it gives you the idea to be social. Again, not like passively taking it in and being depleted by it. And the last thing, if you are the unsocial me person, I really want you to create some boundaries so that you don't get pulled into old habits because probably you've heard this someplace else before. You did it, you liked it, you felt better about it, but then you've kind of gotten it washed over you again and you're exhausted. So a couple of things, set a timer and honor the ding. Can you honor the ding? Uh, this is really hard for people because it's, I mean, it's designed to lure us in and keep us there. And then the, the second thing I do is I put a sticky note, a little sticky note on my screen to remind me of my purpose of being there. So sometimes my purpose is to be social, to connect, but sometimes my purpose is going in for an update from XYZ group. And so that like, you know, you've done that thing where you're like, oh, I, I'm in my email. The answer is on social media in that group. I need to go find it. And then suddenly an hour and a half later, you haven't even found it. So put a sticky note to remind you. So that's some suggestions for you to get to a more neutral place if you are the unsocial me person who wants to just burn the whole thing down. Now, the second type of person that you might be is the resentful me. This is the person who's got a job, a side hustle, a business, a family, a partner, friends, and a community, and also trying to be on a platform that grows her audience or his audience. And this person has zero time for all this freaking endless dreadmill of content marketing nonsense. This person resents having to market themselves. They just wish people would find their amazing product or find their amazing service or book this amazing experience I have. 
download my book, buy my book, listen to my podcast, whatever it is, you're tired of having to shout it everywhere all the time. And I just want to say, I know, because life is so lifey, right? And marketing your stuff feels like it's death by a thousand cuts. So I want to just give you, if that sounds like you, I want to give you permission to stop being everywhere all the time. People are highly resistant when I tell them this, like I'm bullshitting them, but this is a key. If you are currently in all the platforms, you know, doing videos for YouTube and reels and TikToks and also an Instagram scroll and also an Instagram stories. And then you're trying on Facebook, but it feels like tumbleweeds and oh, you're growing your email list too. And you also have a podcast and you want to be guests on other people's podcasts. Oh my God, you can see why you're so freaking depleted, right? So I'm not kidding when I say stop being everywhere unless you have a team. I have a team behind me. And honestly, if I did not have my amazing VA Jessica, that's my virtual assistant, and also Rochelle, who does my Pinterest account, I would have none of this. So I want you to understand, until you have a system, first of all, that works for you, and you know what you're saying so that you can streamline it all, then you can expand. But until then, what one or two platforms can you tolerate and can you learn deeply? Show up there and talk to your your people consistently and simply. That's what I want you to do if you are feeling resentful. Stop being everywhere and stop listening to people who say you have to be everywhere. The other thing for you, if you're the resentful me who's got a lot of swirl going on, say less. I honestly can't express enough how this is a really hard lesson for people to learn because you're an expert. You have so much to say on a topic, right? But if you've got a blog with five points that you want to make and you want to repurpose that blog, Break down those five points into five separate emails, five short posts, five small videos. In fact, do you have to do a huge blog with five things in it if you're still learning how to make content creation work for you? If that's where you are, then maybe it's five separate blogs. And do not be afraid to break it down because think about how grateful you are when something is short, period. Enough said. Now, the third type of person here who's got the garbage stuff going on in their brain about marketing is the, I hate it, 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 I just don't want to do it ever, ever, ever. So let's talk about this. First of all, marketing does not equal social media. So many people think this. Marketing is not social media. Social media is a tool to help you market yourself. It is not marketing. It's a tool, it's a tactic. But marketing includes lots of other things. Networking and connecting with people in real life or in groups. It could be speaking on a podcast. It could be speaking in a group. It could be speaking on a stage. It could be doing a one-to-one interview with somebody. Marketing is teaching. When you're teaching, you're putting yourself out there as an expert that people are learning from you and they're getting to know, like, and trust you. Of course, there's writing. Of course, there's talking. Here I am podcasting. But connections That include sharing. Can you share my stuff? I have an amazing referral program. Can you help me? Do you know somebody who needs this help? Marketing does not equal social media. And that's all I want to say about that. Now, if you have a good service or a good in the marketplace, the only way people will find you or find your thing is if you talk about it. So the only way you're going to be helping people, which is why you're in business in the first place, to make money and help people is to make sure people know Do your people know? So for those of you who are like, I hate it, I hate it, I don't want to do it, I hate marketing, I hate marketing, that is a loop that goes on in your brain that will keep you from being successful. 
And I want you to understand, think about all the amazing products you have in your own life that you would never have known about if somebody hadn't told you about them or you hadn't seen them through an ad or some kind of marketing. I have plenty of those things and I'm so grateful for them because they've changed my life and improved it for the better. So if you're number three, that I hate it, I hate it, I hate it, I hate it person, instead of the I hate it, I don't want to do it as your mantra, will you please consider the following? I find ways to market that make me feel good. Just practice that as a new thought. I create ways to do it that feel better for me. I carve out my own marketing path. I do things that feel right to me. The energy of those words is so different from this. I friggin' hate it. I resent it. I don't want to do it. And if you don't, if you haven't understood by now that the marketing starts in your mind, then I really want you to like grab into that right now and sit with that. Your marketing success starts with your mind. And if everything is, I hate it. I resent it. I don't want to do it. These small shifts that you can make by simply putting a sticky note to remind yourself, saying it over and over, thinking it over and over, having some clue. Like I often have a a reminder come up on my phone several times a day when I'm trying to get myself to a new place. A lot of your marketing success starts with what's going on in your brain. And I have, you know, my client, Claudia, she just told me this morning that she's literally a marketing strategist and she could never put marketing out there. And just by being in my community, not even, she doesn't even have to do the trainings in there. She just is on the calls and she's just in the Facebook group and she's just being part of the community. Her whole orientation toward content has shifted. It really can make a difference because I can literally give you all the tools and tips and tactics and strategies. But if you're, if you've got your mind stuck in this moat, and you're just like feeling that you can't get out of this thought, that's a barrier to entry for you. So what are a few shifts you can make this week? Now you might wanna play this audio again to remind yourself, but if you, I don't know if you knew this, but I actually always take the transcripts of my podcast and they are actually on my website for each, they turn into blogs. So you can read them if that's a better way for you to consume it. But remember that It just doesn't have to be so hard. What's one little shift from everything I've offered today that can help you make marketing feel more human for yourself? And if you have a friend, a client, a colleague, a partner who could use this message, would you share this message with them? Because the more people who find out about this podcast and understand that content creation really doesn't have to be so horrible, so time-consuming, so confusing, the better. Remember that your audience needs you. Your audience needs your goods, your services, your experiences, but they need it from you with your particular voice in your very you way. And you know that you're here to help. So go ahead and do that with content. I hope this has been helpful. I want you to remember that it doesn't have to be so hard and the shift starts not with a new marketing plan, but with some new tactics that will help you get there. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.